Welcome to Phoenix and Flame, pushing through and transforming even when you feel like a pile of ash. This podcast is not intended for use as psychotherapy. If you feel you are in crisis, please call 911 or contact your local crisis hotline. Welcome to Phoenix and Flame. I'm Dana, and this is my podcast on pushing through and transforming even when you feel like a pile of ash. We're coming up on Christmas. It's actually, when I'm recording this, it will be a week from Saturday. And that seems kind of crazy to me. Time goes so fast anymore. It seems like just a couple months ago, it was summer. But Christmas will be here before we know it. And I thought I might do a special episode just on some thoughts about Christmas. You know, I hear people arguing about when Jesus was actually born, saying that Christmas is somewhat of a farce in that regard because Jesus was not really even born in December. Well, quite frankly... I could not possibly care any less when he was born. That does not matter to me. There might be scholars out there, and I'm sure there are scholars out there that, you know, that's a live or die kind of fact. But for me, I don't care when he was born. What I care about is that he was born. And he was the fulfillment of over 300 Old Testament prophecies. I've decided I am not interested into getting into apologetics, which I learned um, was basically a religious discipline of defending doctrines through this series of systematic arguing, basically. All I plan to say on that topic in terms of why I believe in Jesus at all, uh, is in my episode called, What is this God thing anyway? I did address that. That was a ways back. That was quite a few episodes back. But if you're interested in hearing that, then you can go listen to what is this God thing anyway. To me, really, regardless of when Jesus was born, we celebrate his birth in the manger, which is basically a barn because nobody says manger anymore. Who says manger? (laughs) We don't say that. It was a barn. Let's just say that. We celebrate it on December 25th, just symbolic, okay? When he was actually born, I don't care. The symbol of when we celebrate his birth is on December 25th. And so I tend to get a little frustrated with all of the, the commercialism and materialism and the running around trying to buy some kind of quota of presents. Now, to be clear, I am not casting stones because I'm embarrassed to say that I do the same thing. I do. Like, who do I have in my family? You know, what amount of money am I going to spend? And running around trying to find gifts that they would like. You know, sometimes... I feel like Christmas feels like, you know, that very first part of Jim Carrey's Grinch movie when they're in Whoville and they're running around just the the cash registers popping in and out, in and out, just money's flying every which way or falling out of the drawers of the cashier. People like little Cindy Lou Who, she had so many packages she was carrying that 
that her dad couldn't even find her. He had to actually move a package out from in front of her face to even see where she was. Sometimes that's what it feels like. Sometimes I can relate to Cindy Luhu, who's just looking around at everybody frantically running around trying to buy this gift and that gift and this gift and that gift and try to make sure their houses are adorned with all the proper amount of lights. And, you know, the expectations around the holidays are just, they're nuts. And to be honest, I see quite a bit of that in the therapy sessions when really, you know, people have a hard time sometimes with their family members anyway. I mean, there are a few people out there, I guess, that have those Norman Rockwell types of families, but I don't think I know one. Doesn't mean they're not out there like the unicorn, but I don't know of any. And what happens is that families and people in those families, they struggle anyway throughout the rest of the year. But around the holidays, and especially Christmas, because of all the commercials and all this kind of thing going on, people feel that the expectations of how they're supposed to feel, how they're supposed to behave, gets elevated. And so they feel worse and worse and worse about themselves. And it's just the expectations of what we're supposed to do, you know, decorating your house and decorating inside of your house, outside of your house, sending the Christmas cards, who's going to send the cards, who's not going to send the cards, getting together. And I don't mean to be unfair because to be balanced, some of these things are quite enjoyable. We have a, um, a downtown area where I live and they put like over 150 big lighted Christmas trees where businesses would sponsor each tree and they would send someone to decorate the trees. And you walk around at nighttime and you feel like you're just in some kind of fantasy land. It just feels magic. And those things are wonderful. You know, meeting with friends and exchanging gifts, those things are wonderful things. I think what happens is sometimes we get overloaded We get too many things planned, our expectations of how much energy we're going to have, how many things we are supposed to, quote unquote, do, gets really elevated. And so just the expectations, the the gifts are just part of it. Since I do try to be solution focused rather than problem focused, I decided to do this podcast on why it matters to me that Jesus was born. Like I said earlier, I don't care when he was born. He was born. We know that. Even if even if the person doesn't believe that Jesus Christ is God, he was a person on this earth. That's documented. So he was born. I don't care when. So I thought it would be an interesting thing for me to think about why it matters to me that he was born. And I'm a very pragmatic, practical type of person. So what's not going to happen right now is you're not going to get a bunch of boring abstractions that literally would numb your mind until you had to catch yourself from drooling. I'm telling you, I've been in, I'm I'm, I'm just going to say it, I have been in sermons like that, that did that to me, where I thought I was just going to just be reduced to 
a puddle of, I don't know, body fluids in the floor. Just sheer mind-numbing boredom. So I'm not going to do that to you. (laughs) I'm just going to give you some specific reasons why I care that Jesus was born. So here's a few. I care that Jesus was born so that I don't always have to rely on my own skills to get something accomplished. Because quite frankly, if I thought I had to rely on myself alone to accomplish the things that have been set before me to accomplish, that is scary. I know that there's no way that I could do what's been set before me to do in my own ability. I just couldn't. And it's scary to think of having to do that all by myself because I know that's not even possible. But I don't have to worry about that because Jesus Christ was born and he is my savior and I am his follower and the Holy Spirit is within me. So I'm not alone and I don't have to rely on my own skills. Here's another one. I care that Jesus was born so I have someone that I can trust all the time. Because to be honest, I do not fully trust anyone. That includes myself. I know myself well enough to know my thoughts change, my feelings change. I'll sometimes do things and wonder, what in the hell are you even doing? Why'd you do that? Okay, and I've been around people, very well-meaning, loving, caring people that still do hateful, hurtful things. Sometimes on purpose, sometimes not. But as people, we are kind of messed up a lot of the time. And I care that Jesus was born because I always have someone I can trust. Another reason why I care that Jesus was born so I can know that there is a reason I was born and that there is a plan for my life. That's what the scripture says, that I was knit together before I was even born, that all the days ordained for me were written in his book before even one of them came to be. So that gives me a lot of encouragement to know that I'm on this planet for a reason and that there is a plan. And for those people that feel like God is just some abstract or some dude or whatever up in the sky that doesn't really interest himself with the machinations of us tiny humans down here. Well, you need to possibly read a little bit or study a little bit about the tabernacle and how much detail God demanded be included in the tabernacle. It was insane. Would have driven me crazy. I'm just saying I'm not a detail person. (laughs) All right. So another reason why I care that Jesus was born is so there is a power beyond myself helping me to be more and more like Christ. Because I know that there are parts of myself that are kind of scary and aren't very good sometimes. And if you're honest with yourself, you probably will see the same thing. 
And I know that I'm going to be called to do things like forgive people or look the other way or turn the other cheek or do these other things. And I don't want to. I want to throat punch them. But sometimes that's just not the best choice. But I know that I don't have the ability to let that resentment and anger go all by myself. I have experienced this firsthand on numerous occasions where feelings like that would just disappear. They just would not be within me anymore. And an inverse would also happen where I would feel very positive and kind and loving toward a person. And I don't know why that happened. There was no understandable, practical reason why those feelings would have developed within me for this person. And I'm in psychology, so I know what to look for. So I'm just saying that it's nice to know that there's a power within me that is beyond myself to help me to be more like Christ. Another reason why I care that Jesus was born. So I know that there's someone who always has my back. Always. It may not seem that way because sometimes people say, well, they seem to have this attitude that if anything negative or uh, frustrating or traumatic happens to them, then somehow that means that God has turned his back on them. Um, last time I checked, we live on a pretty effed up planet and bad shit happens here. And so that's just the way it is. You know, really what what these individuals are wanting is heaven. We're not heaven yet. This is not heaven. So just because something bad happens doesn't mean that God doesn't have your back. You have to keep turning the page. Keep keep going. Let time pass. See how that all plays out. Because I know sometimes for me, when things like that have happened, it has helped me become stronger for something coming in my future that I would not have been able to deal with it very well had I not gone through that struggle. And, you know, with God always having my back and he seems to make pies out of my mud, it's like I feel like I hand him these wads of mud and he makes pies. It's just I don't know how that happens. Another reason that I care that Jesus was born is so that I can have peace and I can feel safe right in the middle of chaos and fear because my anchor is not with other people. It is not, my anchor is not with circumstances around me. That's not where my anchor is. My anchor is in Christ. And so there can be a lot of craziness going on around me but I can feel safe and I can feel peace because of that anchor. Another reason that I'm glad Jesus was born so that I get to feel the Holy Spirit flowing through me, which feels better than I imagine any drug would feel. I haven't used a plethora of drugs, I'll just have to say, so I really can't uh, give objective data on that. But I've talked to people who've used quite a bit and I'm just saying, when I'm in a situation where I can feel the Holy Spirit in me, 
I can feel it in my in my soul. It's just a wonderful feeling to have part of God within you. And I guess the last thing that came to my mind about why I care that Jesus was born so that, you know what, I get to go to heaven. When my days on this earth are done, I get to go to heaven. And I get to be united with all those followers of Jesus who've gone before me. I was thinking earlier, I kind of hope Elvis is up there. That'd be nice. (laughs) But, you know, there's a psalm that is very common. I'm going to quote it. But I want you to listen to the very end. Well, listen to whatever part you want to, clearly. But the part I'm going to be bringing up is the very end. It's, it's the 23rd Psalm. So the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me down paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through this valley of shadow of death, which, by the way, I insert anything I need to right there. You know, even though I walk through this time of insecurity, even though I I walk through this, you know, time of anger, whatever, fill in the blank there. It says, you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me before my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I love lots of parts of that psalm, but the one I'm bringing up right now is, but I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's the last thing that I thought of about why I'm glad why I care that Jesus was born. So I get to look forward to that. My days on this planet are numbered, as are yours, as are, you know, everybody who came before us. All of their days were all numbered. I believe there is an afterlife. I believe in a heaven and a hell. And I'm excited about what it's going to be like in heaven, to be in the house of the Lord forever. And I thought, if you have any wonderings or curiosity about the existence of heaven or hell, it might be worth your time to just chat with some nurses who work in ICUs and in emergency rooms who see quite a bit of death. I have. And you'd hear some very interesting stories. Now, one or two stories, you think, oh, who cares? That person was probably on drugs, or they were just crazy anyway, you know, you can eliminate some odd experiences just because of that. And that's true. But the more and more and more and more stories that you hear from those types of individuals that are on the front lines that are with someone when they are dying, you really should hear those stories. If you're wondering if there's a heaven and a hell, you might not be wondering so much after you hear those stories. But personally, I believe in Jesus. I believe he is God. I'm a follower of Christ, and I'm so glad that he was born. I don't care when he was born. 
I care that he was born. I hope that you have a fantastic Christmas in every way imaginable. And if anything about this episode, if anything that I've shared has touched you and you feel like you would like to share it with any family, friends, coworkers, anybody that you know, I would appreciate it if you would do that, whether it's by word of mouth or using whatever social media platform is your favorite. I would appreciate you sharing that so we can build our Phoenix and Flame community. Now, I do have some uh, more interviews lined up. I'm really excited for some people that I have that are going to be coming along that have had some very interesting life experiences that they are willing and eager to share with us so that we can understand what it might be like to be in their shoes and to extend them understanding and for them to help educate us on how to better interact with people who may not be like us. So anyway, I hope that you're having a wonderful day in whatever you're doing right now. This is Dana on Phoenix and Flame.